0: The deceased contract killers have the DNA of people who were long
1: dead. CIA agent John Clooney devises a dangerous plan to capture
2: a shadow killer alive. Contract a hit on himself. John Wessex, The Shadow Killers is the second book of the John Clooney thrillers. Get it on Amazon.
3: Let's watch.
1: song. My turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dummies. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let's watch a full-length movie on.
0: Welcome to L W A F L M O Y T. That stands for Let's Watch a full-length
1: movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Let's. I'm all for it. That's what I'm here for. Let's watch a full-length movie.
0: After five years of of, of doing these shows every week on Muni Radio, I learned I could remember our podcast acronym by stressing the l and that's the only way i remember the w the a the f the l the m the o the y the t right
1: right right super
0: star shooter super sharp shooter shooter super sharp the s the h the l the w the a the f the l the m the super sharp shooter i gotta find that song carl do you know it
1: no but clearly you do
0: uh, yeah, I do. I have a song in my heart. Welcome to uh, Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube here on MutinyRadio.fm, the internet radio direct from the Mission District of San Francisco. You yeah. can find it by typing in radio.fm and just hit listen now. And we are on every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, San Francisco Mission District Time, 5 p.m. Weird just Jersey Time. I mean- I decided you live
1: in weird New Jersey. Yeah, well, you live in the Pacific time, but I live in the specific time. Eastern it's, uh, time. It's weird, yeah. yeah it's, you know, what
0: we're, we're going to do is we're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. So you'll be watching the YouTube video and you'll be listening to us as we stream on Muniradio.fm or you can listen to our podcast. It drops every Sunday courtesy of Muniradio at uh, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T- use that magic acronym subscribe to us on iTunes yeah. and you know what use that magic acronym on YouTube we have a YouTube channel we post the videos of the podcast and the movies already synced up so you can listen to us this way whatever way we would love for you to get, donate please some Mutiny radio please <laughs> <laughs> I did that like desperate please you ever do yeah. that yeah you're like can you do your homework
1: Please would you
0: please. do it? <laughs> I did the homework, please. Uh so you can donate, please, uh, either by going to mutinyradio.fm and hit the link and it'll take you to Patreon. You could go to Patreon and look for it there, or go to Venmo at muni Radio, throw in five bucks. Uh help us out. We are uh we love it. We we do it from your donations. Uh and other ways, you know, and there's live shows Monday and Fridays. Uh Go to the website, check out the details.
1: Speaking of details, Carl, what is the movie this week? We are going to watch The Boneyard 1991. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. Boneyard is one word, The Boneyard 1991.
0: Okay, so I'm going to RedTube and I'm typing in The Boneyard.
1: oh, you are a super shooter.
0: A <laughs> superstar shooter at The Boneyard. <laughs> super oh. sure. Uh, any more dick jokes before we start? Yes.
1: <laughs> well, the channel, the channel we like is B Movie Archive 2. That's not a dick joke, but give me a couple minutes. B yeah. Movie Archive 2.
0: You know, that sounds like an interesting channel, uh, dick joke or not. I'm gonna probably check it out and probably check out the B Movie Archive one. Three. All right, so go ahead. Type in the boneyard 1990, uh finally 1991. 1991. So yeah, the war just the war just started. Uh, go ahead, and uh, 1991, The Boneyard, and then uh, when you see the B-movie Archive 2 panel, mm-hmm. click the link, hit pause, move the timer to 000, and when we say go, hit go, and we'll watch the movie synced up. Now, we have a very special celebrity comedian to do our countdown for the movie, and let's find out a little bit more uh, about the celebrity comedian. Carl, take it away.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Jessica Miranda. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you, Carl. It's great to be here. Now we've been knowing each other a long time in the comedy community here in beautiful, sunny New Jersey. I even knew you like when you first started out. How long ago was that? It's, it's about, it's three years and
4: I, I I never know whether I should completely count the, uh, the year that we were in lockdown, but it's been three. Yes, it's three years.
1: Yeah. So that is, I mean, if it's only three years, you've really come a long way. I mean, you're booked all the time. You were booked a lot in 2021, despite the pandemic. So, but The pandemic's put us on Zoom things. I know that you haven't done many Zoom shows, but we've been on Zooms together. You got Sharon Simon's virtual comedy club Zoom thing in the pandemic. I mean, what's different for you on Zoom than live that maybe keeps you away from Zoom? Okay.
4: So, you know, I, I did Zoom. Uh, pretty regularly for uh, almost eight or nine months during Mm -hmm. the lockdown. And I got very used to it uh, but it's almost, it has a feeling of like you're recording for television. Uh, you don't interact with anyone. You're looking at this tiny little circle on your laptop. Yeah. And um, so the, the feeling is very different uh, than when you're on stage. So I found that I was, uh, when I was coming off of Zoom and getting back onto stage, I, I I felt like I really couldn't go back and forth easily. I don't, a lot of people can do it. I see them uh-huh, doing uh-huh. it, but I couldn't. So I haven't done Zoom for almost nine months now. And then I just did my first little Zoom show recently. And it felt good. It was good practice, you know. But I just um it's it's just hard for me to go back and forth. That's yeah. That, that's
1: yeah. Yeah, because when you get on stage, it's a much different feeling than uh being in the Zoom. You might be delivering setup punch, but it's not the same as being in the room. Of course, you must prefer being live just like me, right? Zoom isn't exactly. the best exactly. Yes,
4: exactly. And I you know, it's funny because but I you you mentioned that I, you know, get booked a lot and it's I'm pretty new as a comedian and I know yeah. that that's surprising to a lot of people, but I think it was really the Zoom experience and meeting and networking with all the people that I met over the whole time on Zoom that got me booked in 2021.
1: Um, yeah, you know, very- I was <clears throat> Go ahead. No, I was just going to say there are positives to this pandemic, even though they're just happenstance like that networking and stuff. So you were saying that some of your uh, meeting people, your contacts got you booked for, uh, for real
4: for real. I mean, I, you know, I started out with deaf fan and friends in the very beginning, which was great because I was meeting all these people from LA. And, and then when I, I, I decided, well, I was, it was actually uh, brought up to me that I really should be um, working with more New York and New Jersey area comedians. So then I started to look for more zoom shows in this area. And I found comedy therapy with Jim Mandrinos and I started to do their mics and their shows. um, And uh, then I did a, a, a contest with them with 64 comedians and I end up winning first place <laughs> and
1: That's terrific.
4: yeah it was, it was unbelievable it was such an exciting time and it was a month-long competition and I was just doing working at it every day because we were That's all just brilliant. locked down. Yeah, so it was exciting. And in that time, I, you know, got exposure. Uh, Carol Montgomery ended up booking me live on Funny Women of a Certain Age from that. Um, and then from there, I got, you know, seen from a lot of other bookers. And, and just it's just been a great, uh, you know, path to doing lots
1: and lots of comedy in great places. And Mendros also has that like comedy writing class I think you're involved with now.
4: Yes, and it's funny because he gave it to me a couple of times, which is because I've been working with him for a while, doing live shows and Zoom shows, and also running a mic for him. Mm-hmm. And um, I haven't been able to sit down and really focus for 30 days every day. It's a daily exercise, so um, this is my third time actually signing up for it. But uh-huh. this time I'm really, I'm really committed to doing the work every day for 30 days. And so we're like on day eight now, and uh, it's going very well. So, and I'm actually taking it with my. Sister Sister. So we're doing uh-huh. it together. It's always fun to take stuff together. And so it's a, it's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, you're both comedians and there's a lot to learn from there. And one of the things about Zoom uh, that I found interesting, I mean, as you know, we are on Mutiny Radio right now and that our show has been on Mutiny Radio for years and years and years. And you met our fearful leader, Pam Benjamin, not through Mutiny, but through these Zooms, Right
4: yes yes i met pam benjamin very early in the pandemic because i was put into a group of comedians from all over i don't even know who put me in that group Mm. but i was in this group where we were just meeting up on zoom every night for socializing and also going over new material and bits and just getting to know each other. And Pam was in there and I, you know, she was always like, you know, just such a friendly person and just, you know, just a fun person. Yeah. She's a great person to talk to. And I haven't spoken to her in a while, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to, you know, remember and and think about that time period. And she's an amazing cook. She's like a chef. She's amazing.
1: (laughs) She does everything. I mean, she keeps This place together, and we love her. Bam, Benjamin. That's great. So one of the reasons you're busy and can't be, like, focusing all the time is because you've been a teacher for over 20 years, and that Mm -hmm. puts you also in, like, Zoom situations, right? What's that been like?
4: Yeah. Teaching is, you know, it's been really amazing. Kids are resilient and the teachers are resilient. And I think everybody's had a great attitude, but its it's been, it's had its challenges. Um, but I really also feel like, um, although I focus a lot on my teaching career, teaching has really uh, been, uh, you know, uh, kind of a, a, a platform for me to, to practice comedy my whole uh-huh. 20-something years, because I've right. had this. Yeah, I have a captive audience in my in my palm of my hand. Like every every uh, five periods a day I can tell the same story five different times and see which way it hits. And so it, that's kind of my open mic.
1: My open mic is my classroom. Yeah. So you you you're, you're doing the curriculum, but in between you get to say, you know, and like you said, you can work on your joke as you go yeah. through the multiple classes. That's like a, yeah. trying it out at five open mics.
4: Yeah, exactly. A day, you know, and they love hearing my personal stories, you mm-hmm. know, if, if ones that are fitting to, to them. And um, it's kind of interesting, especially about my kids and different things. And they relate to, you know, video game playing and whatever the case may be. But it's, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. And I didn't even realize that I'm practicing all these years, you know. Yeah. For,
1: uh, yeah. yeah. You've been a performer. The yeah. material just wasn't it was a little dry. But right. um, okay, so how can people find you out there on the internet, a website, your social media? How do people get in touch, learn yeah. about your shows?
4: Well, I have a website, and it's um, Jessica Marie. I'm sorry, Jessica Miranda Comedian. Uh, dot com. That's my website, and then also on Facebook, I'm just Jessica Miranda, and on Instagram, I'm Jessica underscore Miranda underscore Comedian. So you guys can find me on any of those places, um, and uh, yeah, I hope you follow me and and see the shows that I have going on soon.
1: I guess Jessica Miranda Comedian. is like the first stop to see what's coming up for you right
4: yes that's where I have all of my shows uh, you know um, current shows and future shows my calendars up there and um, actually my I'm really excited about my photo gallery because I'm just such a visual Uh person so if you ever check out my website make sure you check out the photo gallery because I love those pictures that I have (laughs) up there. I think you're in a couple of them Carl you're in a few of them from me from the big red buzzer show
1: Oh wow, the big red buzzer. Wow, we're going back then. Way that back. Was a great night. You really killed that night and you didn't get buzzed, right? You didn't get gone. Yeah, I didn't get Did buzzed. I, I I actually came in second
4: place that night. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was sitting there in a in a tuxedo judging you. Oh, yeah. oh well, I didn't <laughs> go on yet. Okay, so Jessica. Everyone at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same second that we do. Okay, we've all got our fingers hovering over the play button. So why don't you go ahead, Jessica Miranda, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown.
4: Okay, guys, get ready to watch your movie. Here we go. Three, two, one, go.
0: No, that was great. Great comedian countdown. And now the boneyard. And yes. now the Boneyard. And now the Boneyard.
1: And Nelson, how many people are in
0: this movie? Like three?
1: Yeah. No, there was like five to seven. It's-
0: There's a Norman Fell. I yeah. caught that. Yeah.
1: Usterman.
0: Denise Young. I wonder if I could do a Norman Fell impersonation. Mine's all visual. I'm sorry. Podcast. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. You know, I just want to say I'm already mad at this movie. I mean, what a waste of your opening. Here we have an opening, and we're going to see black and right. the credits. And we hear creepy music. We hear scary music. A That's, movie's allowed to do that. Of course. All movies are. But you're wasting a very important t- part of your movie. What is the atmosphere, the mood, the setting? Set us what? up. You can you know, I. Th-
0: i disagree i just you know if it's best i love movies that just show me the title and start the movie uh, and then at the end do the end credits but if not do all the proper credits don't give me a uh, any tip of what it is and then you know james coming bring it on because okay. this is the image yeah. now it begins he's entering the door yeah 20 just for 20 i don't no, it's not it's 42 yes yeah. oh is it 42 Oh, uh, yeah no it's 43 sorry
1: <laughs> that's even worse. It's that's a, even
0: worse. <laughs>
1: that's a misdemeanor. Well, Look at his th- rabbit's foot. Wonder what that means.
0: There's a rabbit walking around hating that dude. Uh, <laughs> hobbling. Limping. Yeah, limping. hobbling. <laughs> uh, damn male and leaves, I can't tell them apart. They're all chuck uh, mail for leave uh, raking services. Leave,
1: yeah, remove. <laughs> <Leave> Leaf <laughs> removal. Autumn serve. Uh, autumn cleanup. Fall cleanup. Right. Services.
0: We clean up rogue vines.
1: This is North Carolina. That's why we're seeing these like vines and.
0: Oh, yeah, the ivy's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Eddie Munster. <laughs> he looks like a Pez dispenser. No, he's like James Vanderbroek.
1: This guy's name is uh
0: David Crusoe. <laughs> huh,
1: wonder why. Well, he uh, has to board, be one of the five. His name is James Oosterman, and he's being yes. I don't know, he <sighs> The 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 director wrote this with this guy in mind. He was once he was in Species Space Invaders uh and he was on a tv movie called cast a deadly spell as a werewolf but more than that he's like he's a prop and model maker he worked on dinner for schmucks like fix, doing those mice
0: yeah because i thought i saw his credit elsewhere but um what was an early credit you mentioned because i think i know what it is
1: well they're species and they're spaced invaders
0: Oh, so is it Space Invaders with a D? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that is like a wacky comedy. And I might have uh, Randy Quaid in that.
1: (laughs) Interesting.
0: Yeah. It's one of those movies I used to see the video, the DVD box, you know.
1: Right. Now, what the director's doing here is he's faking out you that we've started our movie. And we're entering some creepy, spooky, ghosty house or something, you know. It's a creepy, spooky, ghosty house. (laughs) Well, I don't know. You have to listen. Turn the music on for a minute. Turn the sound. All
0: right, yes, sir. It sounds like one of those industrial. Oh no! Here comes the helicopter. It's going to ruin the uh, sound. (laughs) Sounds like a helicopter. I'm Let's in go. the uh, a lot of helicopters here in the Mission District. We can't hear it. Wait, there. Oh, you. good. I it's louder that... than the it's louder than the audio. So,
1: why is that good?
0: <laughs> a lot of helicopters. Helicopters, as we say in Oakland.
1: So anyway, you're noticing the creepy music, right?
0: You know what? I think I have it on mute. No, I do. It sounds like those cassettes of industrial drone that I used to get in the mail.
1: That's what the director's doing. He's like trying to trick us that the movie started. And really, it's just going to pay off in a joke. The woman they're going there to see is sleeping in bed, you know, and she's covered up with a lot of blankets.
0: Oh, so there's nothing haunting. There's no conjuring needed in this house.
1: Right so so the director's doing something a little clever. Now this director he never directed Hollywood movies. He did 3B movies. But for Hollywood he would do like special effects of makeup and right. he was one of those guys who would sculpt like he sculpted the face studies for Enemy Mine and like for C- Cocoon and Jaws 3D and he was a sculptor kind of guy.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, he worked enough in, in films, you know, he, he probably wanted to direct. Yeah. Okay, so this is where she's going to pop up?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a payoff and it's only slightly funny. Uh, it's really not strong enough.
0: Are they going to get it on? Is, is this the boning yard yet?
1: No, they're not going to get it on. This woman is uh, very fat.
0: So? I paid good money. I'll watch.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I paid. All right.
0: Okay, I'm going back to Red Tube.
1: Okay, they are uh, They are going to bone her. Uh, you just got to wait a little bit into the film right. to let you know.
0: Oh, so this is the monster.
1: Yeah, with a pillow fight. Now look, the director's got him going for his gun, right? There's no breaking that this is a.
0: She knocked him down the staircase, right? You know, I know in movies you don't get hurt, but that two staircases, you get fucked up at that point. (laughs) Not all of us are stuntmen. Look at this arty direction.
1: Up there is the monster.
0: Boom, slowly, I descend. Step by step. Uh-oh. I still can't tell. She's pixelated. Oh, there she is. Oh, so that's it. So now we start. Gladys.
1: <laughs> she's the hero. That's cool. She, yeah, she's the hero. And she's like, you know, privacy. I mean, what are you guys doing? you walk into my house. I'm sleeping. A lot of people sleep.
0: Do they know each other?
1: Yeah, they've worked on past cases. She's like a psychic lady.
0: Well, not not when she's uh, off the clock, apparently.
1: (laughs) Well, she's had enough, you see. Uh, When she has her psychic experiences, she, like, undergoes the emotions that that involves. Seeing creepy, disgusting things, seeing murders.
0: So she's like a... uh, Extra medium. Yeah. It's, yeah.
1: She's one of those, help the cops with the psychic ladies.
0: But then, it, will there be a cop that go, I don't like you talking to her?
1: No, there won't. I know why you said that. That is, I know that movie.
0: Which movie is that? Where Oh, wait, there's like a cop calls a
1: psychic and there's, it's like the, every movie. The chief goes, I don't believe in this thing. If the mayor's office didn't order me to do this.
0: Right, right, right. The mayor's office. <laughs> but if I hear one word about the mayor's office?
1: <laughs> Where did you how 16 police cruisers? We only have 13 police cruisers. Where did you find...
0: That You're talking about my bit where Laundry Basket of Justice where Laundry Basket gets called in by... Where the did you
1: get the three
0: other police cruisers? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Really? Twice in the chest. <laughs> no, I didn't know Mary Lou Henner dated Tony Danza on the set of Taxi. <laughs> of course I'm familiar with Gary Busey's chili. All right, <laughs> Detective Laundry Basket. Yeah.
1: Along those if lines. you do another laundry-related pun, I'm gonna bring you out and hang you up to dry. <laughs> laundry basket. I'll get out of here
0: before I get depressed and steam. <laughs> laundry basket. Yeah, he hated those. The chief really hated those laundry uh, basket, laundry-related puns. <laughs> yeah, you know, I never thought of that. Was my my partner, at Laundry Basket, who. Uh, <laughs> Was mute the whole time but you know uh i don't i c- couldn't think of another routine i can never top that one i did another bit where they're on a stakeout and uh-huh. it's laundry is detective laundry baskets partner you know what yeah, your problem is Detective
1: been a writer for you i would have loved to help with that
0: we would you know anytime you need detective laundry basket to do a uh a cameo or a cross uh-huh. uh, for waterman
1: that sounds perfect
0: yeah i would love i would love a cameo an appearance. So
1: you're in a different... We'd have to be visiting the city or something. And we Right, could, yeah, of we course. Interagency cooperation.
0: And that <laughs> way we could have the uh, laundry basket
1: zones start and yell at them. Or, yeah. You know, yeah. You could be maybe the state troopers. I should just tell you, the reason I'm not talking is this is just going on and on and on. All they're doing is she's saying, I don't want this anymore, Jersey. That's his name, Jersey. And then he's saying... Um then he, he's saying, you know, people need you, you're helping people. Uh he he's kind of trying to spin it so don't be selfish, even though he never goes that far. Um, can you dig it? Yeah. But it goes on and on and on. It's really a B movie here.
0: Well, you mean they're padding out the time or they're just letting the actors act?
1: Uh, good question. I think it's just bad writing. Bad writing, th- th- yeah, because choice. it is repeating. I think they're going script line by line here. I don't think they were trying to like say like, okay, our ending rent short. Let's stretch it in the. It just right. doesn't seem. Well, now no, her no. name is Allie Oates, and she was in Troop Beverly Hills. She was in Ski Patrol, and she was in Fugitive Lovers in 1975. And
0: that's it huh well fugitive Lover sounds like a great
1: movie <laughs> yeah and are they I, like
0: fans of the tv
1: show it sounds like a candidate for um uh being on youtube
0: oh right hi welcome it's our new podcast carl and mike with fugitive Lover. <laughs> the 1960s original we were watching the the tim daly you know there was a version like from 10 years ago or no 20 uh-huh. years ago they remade the fugitive with Tim Daly. So they've they're constantly, you know, that idea is out there for the fugitive lover.
1: Tim Daly? Should I know I his so. face? Okay. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. I guess. <laughs> I said it though. <laughs> oh, damn. Sigh. Tim You know, every time Tim. I, I get I deep, you know, every time I'm
1: in that state, I put my I rest my head against the window and Then you say Sig. I say Sig. Yeah, when we were uh, kids, we would read Charlie Brown, and we read that as SIG.
0: Oh, S-I-G-H? The right.
1: right. We were in third grade or whatever. It was usually like oh, SIG. Ah, okay, SIG. Okay, so they have gone away and said, fine, you want to be left alone? Goodbye. <laughs> and now she's sitting there like, oh, woe is me. I've, you know, she quit her job at the library. She was like the school librarian or some bullshit. And how many
0: people is it a small town, right? Or like, yes,
1: yes. This was shot well, it doesn't really talk about where the town is, but this was shot in North Carolina essentially. It was, um, where is it? Well, it's not jumping out in, in front of me right now, but our star. Uh, lived in greensboro north carolina so maybe that's why they chose this place to shoot here it is right. statesville and asheville north carolina which are kind of off the beaten path
0: not known for its film industry
1: yeah yeah else was, was shot-, shot
0: there like uh, mason dixie car wash
1: <laughs> yeah County car wash it was Come on down to Bob's discount, kill me a Yankee car, used <laughs> autos, where I, if you don't get a deal, I'll kill me a Yankee.
0: <laughs> to feature in 2000 Maniacs, yeah, to over hundreds of Maniacs.
1: Now she's having a vision, okay?
0: Yeah, do you think the vision, all right, in her house?
1: Yeah, like where what she- sleeps. Well, she's sort of sitting there in that chair sleeping right now, but we don't really know because we're with her the whole time. Now now she's having a vision, and when the vision ends, she'll be back there in that seat.
0: So, Do these steps count for the day, or if you walk
1: in a vision, do you count those steps? <laughs> it depends. I mean, if it's on your Fitbit, if it's on your iPhone, then you, you know.
0: I'm going to get those 5K daily. You
1: physically did it if it's on your iPhone.
0: Oh, it's a oh. troll from Troll.
1: There's the the sound of uh, a crying baby outside.
0: It looks like a hand is holding that. No, it's just... The right. Door. It
1: does look like a hand. Oh. Some doors require a lot of hand-holding.
0: Oh, like who? Roy Morrison? No, <laughs> fuck, I fucked that joke up for you. God damn it. Yeah, Morrison.
1: Oh, how pretty...
0: Ah, uh, ah, that's so scary! Uh,
3: I'm
1: yay. coming towards you. Get I away, puppeteer! Towards you, scary marionette. Go I'm away! I want to be an actress. Look at those I bones for the boneyard. A bone lot of weight for this part. Okay, look, hugging, not oh. attacking. Hugging. Her,
0: you know, if your movie's called the Boneyard, you should get some more realistic skeleton bones. <laughs> it looks like a marionette. Oh, so, I haven't know, seen the hugging yet.
1: What do you know what a skeleton looks like?
0: Oh, I've seen plenty of skeletons,
1: girl. I don't know. To- she's hugging like mommy or something, but we'll never have this followed up in the film. It's it, like you would think with this, that would mean at the end of the film when she's going to eat everybody, she'd say, Give me a hug or something, right?
0: Wait, when she what? Everybody, she eats everybody.
1: Yeah, like when the you know they're attacking and to end the the crisis and save our movie, she shows a little love, right? Right. Yeah. He didn't do that. Now look at her. She woke up. She's all freaked out. So she's going to be rash and impulsive and burn (laughs) all her collection.
0: Yeah, dude, I would not light a fire in that house. you got uh, If I was her roommate, I'd be like, "Oh Jesus Christ! You gotta stay off that shit."
1: Yeah. Now, in December 1989, a botched special effect did did cause a fire on the set. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, so I. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I hope everyone was okay.
1: No, they weren't okay, and shame on you, Michael. Terrible, Wait, terrible. I I was just saying. I didn't. But it is very funny. I'm. I see your sense of humor, Mark. Very Mike. Very dark.
0: Oh, did you call me Mike Marin?
1: Yes. Now they did uh, $850,000 they spent on this thing. It went straight to DV to VHS. So I really don't know how they did. Like, this is really interesting. The VHS rental box. It was two boxes. One was promoting it as a horror film and the other one as a comedy. Um, and the, there's a poodle on the box. You'll meet the poodle later. The comedy box slips right over the horror box. So that's kind of neat. That's really strange. I never heard of that before. Yeah.
0: You know, uh, I I have a, my only film book right now is my Psychotronic video guide. And he likes this movie a lot. Uh-huh. He said it was a good movie. Which normally he doesn't have to. <clears throat> You know, when oh. you when you review hundreds of movies like this, you don't have to say it's good. You just tell it what it is and people right. watch
1: it, you know. And he went out of his way. Out of his it way. It was good, to emphasize that it was good. Yeah. That's good. Now, she had her vision, okay, um, Ashley. And therefore, she's come down to the station and say, okay, I just had a vision, I'll help you. And now they're seeing an interview of the mortician. This mortician, right? He captured children, kept them locked up, fed them food from the corpses that he was trafficking through there. You know, he would uh-huh. take it off their back so he could still embalm the body and make it look pretty. And then he would feed. Yeah. And so he made them into demons. Okay. And. Uh-huh. Uh, Yeah. So that's the backstory.
0: But meanwhile, the guy behind her is like bored out of his mind. He's been looking at his watch during his confession.
1: Yeah. There is not yet uh, a reason for him to be compelled. Uh, He's on, he's, it's, it's a job. He's nine to five and he's on the case. Whatever you say, boss, Peyton Place guy is the boss. Oh, wow. Jersey, his name's Jersey. Do you like that idea? He's called Jersey? Uh, I don't know what it means. He's a North Carolina person. Like, do they not mean New Jersey? It's just like, you know, like a jacket, a a name. He's old, so maybe it's old Jersey. (laughs) New Jersey is 1684. All right, so he was 1621. (sighs) This guy did sculpting for Enemy Mind, The Thing. In 1982, Cocoon, wow. Jaws 3D, Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. He's our only connection. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, yeah.
0: he, He's been in every movie I watched in the, in the last 40 years.
1: Heartbeats. never saw Heartbleaps. Have you seen that? Uh, No, I avoided it because it just looks so stupid. It's about it's An- computers and robots and stuff.
0: Yeah, but it's Andy Kaufman's movie and it's h- impossible to watch. Fine. It's impossible to find. Well, I'm gonna, you can gonna type it in YouTube. God bless you if it pops up. <laughs> Should I check out Heartbeats? I haven't seen Yeah, you know, my brother remembers seeing it as a kid, and he still quotes it. But yeah, it's a ridiculous movie.
1: And uh, uh, I
0: like would see Daddy it just because Well, I mean, Andy Kaufman made a movie where he's a robot.
1: Okay.
0: With, with Madeline Connor, or Bernard Peters? I forgot who the other robot was. So I don't know.
1: Sounds like crap. So now they're like, she like wants to go down to the morgue where the corpses are and she wants to get an object and that will help her have vision. And he's no. she's got an earring there. See the earring? Yes. Yeah, that's the signal. I'm a chick.
0: You can, I I wear
1: earrings. <laughs> I'm a girl. He looks
0: like a chick, you don't think she's so? the
1: I think she looks like a chick. Yeah. I think she should grow her hair out a little. <laughs> so what Let's about the children? I wearing a hat.
0: I'm sorry. You... That? I want to know the status of the children. Are they okay?
1: Which children?
0: The one the mortician was talking about. No, they're dead.
1: They're well, listen, dead I in, had in a... the morgue. They're dead <laughs> in the morgue. Oh,
0: I knew that he was feeding the corpses to the children. Yes. And that killed them?
1: Uh, no, he eventually killed them. Oh, all
0: right. And this is revealed in the first 10 minutes of this movie? Is, does this movie get even more grotesque?
1: Uh, this movie will be hideous and horrible, and I hate it. Uh, we're 22 minutes in, and uh, <laughs> <it's> your point.
0: <laughs> like, this is like a full-on horror
1: movie? It's not full-on because there's comedy in it. It's not a very funny movie. It's not a good movie. Now, your movie review guy knows better than me. I'm not joking, because that's his job.
0: I'm going to find it. I'm going to pull it right now from the the bookcase, okay, if I may? Uh,
1: sure. I'm going to go over to the uh, studio bookcase. Okay, get a good look at this building, because you won't see the outside again until the very last second of the movie. Uh
0: okay psychotronic video guide look thing
1: look what's the house well it's it's the morgue but you're not going to see the outside of it again until the very last frame oh so we're going to be stuck in the morgue for the rest yeah. of this movie we are walking into our movie 25 minutes in
0: well you know i always feel like 25 minutes it's the
1: movie it's the poster as you say right act two yeah but you, well, that's you, you, fair. That's fair. That's really very movie esque of this, then.
0: Yeah. You know, you're allowed that time to let the characters breathe a bit so people
1: know who they are. Now you can see it's Happy Thanksgiving time. It's November. And they really did shoot. Let's see here. I think it's just because, yeah, that's. They started shooting. They shot for five weeks. They started November thirteenth through December twenty. So wherever they're shooting here, whatever location they were able to get, because it's no studio. It's like an old lady home or something, a nursing home or something. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It had Happy Thanksgiving Francisco. up when they were working there during Canada's the day.
0: Friendly. Oh, there's Phyllis
1: there still Stiller. Yeah. No sure. wig. The director. All right, check
3: it out. Check it out. Yo. Yo. Yo.
1: Why not?
3: Young hey, girl right here coming in live. We got Solaris Bliss in the building.
0: Mortician, although no, I'm sure she talks <laughs> exactly like
3: yeah. to exactly close to it. Micro Entertainment, Calibur Records represent, you know, A310 the 408, all the way to the like, four ah, one ah, five. Shout out to Luke for having us here and shit. Check it out, check it out. She used to say my myda yeah. Fang
1: is permanent. My husband's in real life. They were temporary. Today
3: we're gonna be talking about um Let's see. Nah. <laughs> all right. That sounds
1: like Phyllis.
0: Diller. Really San Francisco's really legendary. legendary comedian.
1: Yes, yeah, San Francisco's. That's where she got her break. She she used to live, I don't know, the Midwest or something, and she would make all of her neighbors laugh. She'd make the other mothers laugh. She'd do stuff at the PTA. Like she had a natural affinity for making people laugh. And she loved the attention. But, you know, that's all it ever was, you know. Then yeah, She had a great act, though. Then she moved to San Francisco because of her husband's job. And she got a, she was a secretary at a television show and she got it together to put on a nightclub act. And the, the people who did the show went and saw it. They loved it and they gave her a spot on there, you know, and that's how she began on TV, you know, by The next thing she knows, she was all over TV and she got this, uh, uh, she got connected with Bob Hope uh, somehow, doing the USO shows, going to Nub with them.
0: Yeah. All right, I found the, here we go. This is from uh, Michael J. Weldon. He wrote, uh, he had a great magazine called Psychotronic Video, uh, where it was interviews and movie reviews. And I have his old video guide, The Boneyard. Here's a film with a difference. It's suspenseful, serious, and surprising, but has some unexpected laughs too. The scary, slimy, mummy-like little cannibal zombies in an old city morgue are Asian-like uh, kiyoshi kids with tails. I completely mispronounced that. Our Deborah Rose plays the reluctant psychic heroine who happens to weigh about 300 pounds. Former uh, Corman regular Ed Nelson, the Brain Eaters, is a patient cop called Jersey. Phyllis Stiller, without a wig is a mean, nasty old woman who runs the morgue. And Norman Fell, and in parentheses he has an exclamation point, with a ponytail and earring, is a mortician. You won't believe the Big, uh, Big Daddy Roth-like monster Diller becomes or the giant Poodle monster, two exclamation points. <laughs> Cummings also did FX... Filmed in Statesville and Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. Wait, he
1: said it's good. He said it's good.
0: Yeah. He said it's serious and funny, and the the film is different, you know. Gotcha. But I mean, I'm sure like Zombie Poodles is like a walk in the park for this guy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm mad at this film for a bunch of reasons. One of them is the way that you see Norman Fell. He does have this big, like, mustache. That's him there. He's oh, I hiding see. Behind, if I was this director, I'd be like, hey, Mr. Roper, them right? Can you get a sweater vest, please? I would want Mr. Roper.
0: You'd be playing music. Boo, 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 boo-doo. <laughs> doo, doo 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 doo.
1: Hello. Doo
0: doo doo doo. Doo doo doo, doo. I know yeah. the themes to the ropers.
1: Oh, that was their 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 spin-off show?
0: Yeah, so Mr. Wow. and Mrs. Roper left Three's Company to do their own show where they go into a condo or something with a couple that included uh, Jeffrey Tambor.
1: And Don Knox showed up on the...
0: That's right, Don Knox became the new landlord for Jeff Which
1: Tripper. worked, it really worked. No one ever fell out of love with Mr. Roper, though.
0: No, I mean, Mr. Roper, I mean, for what the show was, he was always still
1: like... You see uh, the three bodies, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, they're fucking undead, my man. Are they at least of age? Many mm-hmm. children? Yes. Shut up. They are undead children, yes.
0: Well, this movie really... What? What? It's creepy, right? I mean...
1: So if they yeah, were I undead have... adults, that's cool. But... It's... I didn't...
0: But Joe, I'm I didn't... At... Listen, I'm one of those assassins that there's never anything about children. Take, what... the shot, <laughs> Take the shot, Carl. Take the shot. I never th- said there'd be children involved.
1: <laughs> oh, is that uh, Scarface?
0: Yeah, Scar- right, Scarface. Scarface. Oh, yeah. He's driving around you and like, Well, uh, oh, I don't know. He, he, he got, chilling. He, you know, uh, guys, <laughs> let's do it.
3: Fuck you, Bang, bang, bang. bang.
0: <laughs> right. And then suddenly he's not a cool criminal anymore. I told you not to fuck with me, you, you monkey.
1: You want to go to war? <laughs> I'm not it,
0: right well i mean like he was going to be like sitting on the uh the, the star chamber we
1: you... here mike i'm sorry look how long we dwelled in that one spot going talky 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 this mov- movie was horribly written
0: well don't you think that that's the payoff is that you know we go in we are one room we're not even in the mortuary we see it detached through the uh as viewers, we see it again through a television set. But I'm sure at the end, we'll be stuck. That The characters will be stuck in there. I don't know. Could be well-crafted.
1: <laughs> who am I to say? Uh, well, you're a guy who didn't watch the film, listen to the uh, sound, and be going, oh, my God, when is this scene going to end? Uh, <laughs> you know, when there is a feature on YouTube. How's the wife and stuff like that.
0: You Never change the speed, huh? When you watch YouTube videos, <laughs>
1: 1.5.
0: Yeah, I think the whole mortuary is filled with zombies, boodles. Oh no, here comes Phyllis Stiller at 1.5 speed. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh,
1: Phyllis Stiller.
0: You know, one of my favorite Bob Hope Phyllis Stiller's movie, I think it's which one is uh boy, I have the wrong number, or uh, and boy, I have the wrong number, and there's one point where this they uh, girl passes out on sleeping pills, and Phyllis Thaler says, well, you know, if a girl has sleeping pills, she must have pep pills, and sure <laughs> enough, they find pep pills on her. <laughs> I guess back then, uh, we would carry sleeping pills and pep pills with each other. I guess. Salt and pepper. Okay, so
1: now, Mr. Anything I say you disagree with, go ahead and really turn up the sound and listen to this horrible backstory exposition. Are you listening? Turn it up.
0: It is up. I got it up. This guy makes uh, Peter Falk look like a piece of wood.
1: All right, tell me what he's saying. Repeat it back to me. Go ahead.
0: He said, oh, hang on, Hey, you got that, and that, and that, my
1: finger goes this way. I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> he's picking his nose. Look, I'm telling you, this movie was horribly written. You don't need to dis- disagree with me. No, I don't know. I think what they were doing is establishing you're outside of the morgue, and then you're seeing what Some,
0: Sometimes be- movies are poorly it- written, but if it's written and directed by someone, it's, it's sometimes a vision
1: comes through, right? I mean, is he successful despite of himself? Um well he did three B movies. He did Harbinger in ninety-six, he did uh he did Dark Thirty in ninety-three, and he did The Boneyard in '91. Um that the rest of it was the sculpting, and he did special effects makeup for episodes of the Twilight Zone and the Hitchhiker in uh 85
0: and 83. Oh, so the Twilight Zone in the 80s. I actually watched a bunch of those.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, he had a career in movies. He was just always on the creative, uh, you know, like, it's pre-production. What are these things going to look like? Let's employ some sculptors to help us out. (laughs) And then he went on on his own to uh, direct movies. Now, he's got $850,000 budget. He's got Phyllis Diller. He's got the guy who used to be on Peyton Place, right? He, right. He's got. Uh, I, I think we right. <laughs> Norman. Oh yeah, and then he's got Norman Fell. So. So he's not a slouch. He made a movie. Okay. Right. Getting, one of the elevators is out, so he must bring the body through the lobby. Well, Phyllis Diller will have none of that. That That's is a regulation.
0: What? Because it's sanitary. Yeah. Well, it's okay to have a dog
1: in a mortuary? Yeah. Wouldn't a dog, like, eat the body? Yes, and later we're going to have a little (laughs) bit of zombie licking.
0: I don't like these mortuary. These morticians suck in this movie. They're either, like, feeding dead bodies to children or... uh,
1: I don't know what's worse. the, The director wanted us to see that a screw fell out of the, uh, the gurney, okay? So when they I get saw to the it. elevator, it will collapse, and that's supposed to explain it for you.
0: Oh, well, he's a good director then, Carl.
1: Uh, no. No, he, no, he's not. Like <laughs> uh, When he gets on to the gurney, onto uh, the elevator, at least the first time I saw this movie, I did not understand why the gurney was collapsing. I did the second time I saw it, okay? Plus, the gurney collapsing provides some gross stuff, but nothing else. It doesn't pay off.
0: So that's a why do it? That's a relief, right? We're sick of the gross stuff in this movie. Like, as
1: Yeah, what a good stuff. director. He gave us relief. We're sick of the gross stuff in this movie.
0: <laughs> and that's why I was fired from Disney.
1: <laughs> so now Peyton Place guy is laying down the law Jersey. This is what we're doing. This is an emergency corridor. I'll <laughs> and so to get it fixed. He, like he somehow becomes the boss, even though he's just some cop who's gone there to see, a bo- see bodies.
0: You mean he's like a loud, obnoxious guy, pushy, and his name is what? He's a pushy, loud guy. Does he tailgate people?
1: <laughs> Jersey? Jersey. Uh, his name is Jersey Callium, and I get your joke. Uh, I think that's a
0: good joke. I'm gonna write that the uh, first joke of this show. They okay. call him Jersey because he tailgates everyone.
1: <laughs> uh he did a lot of B movie stunt work for Roger Corman, 56 movie in fifty seven, you know, like Swamp Women, Attack of the Crab Monsters, Rock All yeah. Night fifty seven, Carnival Rock. It goes Carnival Rock. about eight to ten of them, yeah.
0: That's like, if I can't afford a carnival or a rock show, I'd be like,
1: this is great. Thank you, Cortman." two in yeah. one. I went once to Great Adventure and saw the Beach Boys perform. That was a carnival rock. Uh, who was in the band? Do you remember? Can I ask you? Uh, well, it was the crazy one. Um, Brian or Dennis? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And he was telling all about the different phases. Of, you know, First we wrote about surf and then we wrote about cars. Then we wrote about girls.
0: Uh, <laughs> was it good, do you, Was it a good concert would you put it up there
1: uh, it was like my first concert ever like I was a little kid I don't even count it as a concert or maybe it was like I had been to concerts and I this was my third one like it was a big deal to me back in the day to go see concerts because it's something grown-ups did like something right. big kids did so I, I I counted it for a while, and then after I had seen like twenty concerts, I said that doesn't count, you little child. <laughs> you know,
0: <laughs> we're done. But then you started performing, and you made forced people to watch concerts.
1: I forced them. Yeah, me and <laughs> Solnick and Kanichi, we played the <laughs> French <laughs> Club dinner, and everyone had to listen to it.
0: Do you remember uh, Rock Against Dinos? Yes, <laughs> in New Jersey, there was it's still around, and we actually we went there when we were in New Jersey, and I had just one taste of your pizza, and it brought me back. It still had the great taste. Mister Dino's has some notoriety, and so yeah, it kicked that pawn. Kanichi, so they they decided to have rock against Dino's, right? A, they pro- put them, a protest outside on the sidewalk with their drum kit and guitar.
1: Yeah, that was great. They made a poster. You remember that? Yes come come out to rock and get seen that's so great man and what else of course you're going of course you're going you're a freshman of course yeah you're going. i didn't go even though it was like a block from my house yeah it was yeah Ooh. okay was so now fun. she's got an object and she's gonna have one of her visions now where's norman falk
0: uh he fell he's
1: hiding behind glasses and a mustache here he is in the front right you That's can't it fell like ponytail
0: Wow! Oh, look at him stretching <coughs> oh he doesn't want people to know he was he look. just did transylvania i saw it he's still he's undead alive she hasn't noticed like no psyche. oh here comes a vision
1: Yep, yeah, she's starting to have her vision what she does is she gets a vibrator and she begins to use it and then she starts to have a vision. Look, she's doing it right now.
0: Oh, there's a <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, don't kiss it. Ouch, you cut uh, you cut my hand to get blood and I felt it in the real world. Acting. I am a stereotype.
0: Yeah, what's where are they?
1: Movie trope. Uh, who knows? I mean, Maybe. are they in the woods? Are they That's in China? Stuff? I guess, but somehow Okay. When the the mortician was giving an interview, he said that his family was tied to help the demons come to life, like there was a curse on their family. And I guess we're seeing a historic She's having a vision of history when it, I don't know, happened in the twelve hundreds. What do I know?
0: Right. Well, it takes place. Uh, I don't know. Maybe down the street. Can you guys be quiet? I'm trying to get a psychic premonition.
1: Oh, there we go. Whoa! Uh, Wait a minute. Should. He's not in that little lunch room with holiday. You're right. She's in the morgue. morgue. This is where they keep the body. Right. Now she can see coming through the door Norman fell, hate in place guy. Is she having, like, does she, like, remove herself?
0: What's it called when you can be in another project? Yeah, like Doctor Strange did or something.
1: Well, we don't see her float around.
0: Uh huh. Is there intelligent Sweden around? Sweden? From Doctor Strange, I'll explain my jokes.
1: Okay, I think oh. that she could astroplane if she would do like a, like a zeppelin, like do helium
0: and then, <laughs> float over, float over. Yeah. Uh oh, someone's not doing it. They're supposed to be dead. You had one job.
1: <laughs> the Goodyear psychic.
0: Oh, bed sheets. Zombie.
1: Ah, he's just stretching, waking up. Look at that poner they got when they wake up. It's yeah, they call it. I woke up with wood. (laughs) At 55, you do not wake up with wood.
0: (laughs) What if you were a zombie? Maybe that'll change it.
1: (laughs) If sometimes, right? Sometimes, if you didn't go pee. You really have to pee, and then you think you've got morning wood, but you didn't. You oh, just,
0: it disappears the moment you pee. You just,
1: yeah, it's like it's deflating, like the pee was in it, and it, it, you pee it out. It goes.
0: <laughs> my my favorite is when it hits you, and you wake up, and like you know, you like wake up a three or whatever, and then suddenly you get morning wood, and you're like, I'm the greatest! I still got it. Holy shit! Oh, is that Jeremy
1: Piven? Oh, no, it looks like him, right? That's Jeremy. Pivitt. There we got a first. I can't. Stock, I don't. I like do Norman not. Fell.
0: He does not look like Norman Fell. I gotta maybe I'll raise the volume. See if he sounds like Norman Fell. They so, wasted their actor here. No, these are comedic actors in a horror movie. It's perfectly apt to have them do something different. You know,
1: um, okay, so you got a B movie, it's going straight to video. If you want to help sell it, show me Mr. Roper, show me Phyllis Diller. I want to see her wig on. You see what I'm saying? And what about this Dayton Place guy? Like, why cast him? Like, do we really know him? I mean,
0: well, I mean, they probably got the actors they can get the actors for, and maybe they think you
1: might like him from Police Academy 3. Yeah, I'm familiar with his work. Oh, you are
0: i never seen Pain in Place.
1: I've never read the book. i never seen the movie. i never
0: seen the TV show.
1: He was in the movie Airport 75, and he was in the movie For the Love of Benji.
0: Right. That's when they kill cats and sacrifice them. Right. For the love of For Benji. For the
1: love of Benji. <laughs> okay, this is really great. I want you to turn up the sound We're when ready. it's time. Okay, look, Mike, be ready. Be ready, because it's one of the only funny things about the movie.
0: All right, I have the sound on now. So,
1: well, I, then you're going to get discouraged and turn it down. You always do, as if we'll get arrested.
0: I don't know. I'm going to keep it going. Fortunately, the sound sounds terrible, so I can keep it in the background.
1: Uh, there's an What's audience da, 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 I'm da, da, talking about, Michael. Ba, ba,
0: ba, ba. Da, 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 da.
1: Okay, she grabs the keys. Right. She runs for the elevator. The dog goes, sick him! She goes, sick him! So this is how the dog gets down into the morgue. He can't get through. That's okay. Phyllis Diller to the rescue. Sick him! Right. Okay, keep the sound up because here comes our big joke. She got away with it.
0: Love it. Phyllis Diller,
1: kick the dog out. So there's a comedian in New Jersey, and I really don't appreciate it because I think it's too mean-spirited. But that's his, not tagline, uh, catchphrase. That's his catchphrase. He does a joke about his ex-girlfriend, and Uh then the audience screams out, fat bitch.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's mean-spirited, but I mean, I've been around him so often
0: how many years has he been doing this act
1: like uh, more uh, i don't know the real answer but it's over a year it's pre-pandemic you know
0: don't you he might want to move on with his life otherwise Uh, he'll be that ex ex ex-wife comic my ex-wife six years of my ex-wife yeah you know what move on write some new material maybe life after six years of being divorced maybe there's something else you know
1: so when i was watching this movie and it came to that point I did a clip, pretty much the clip I told you to put the audio on, Uh and I sent it to him.
0: Oh, all right. (laughs) You're so funny. You'll add that. That's good. The audience needs to hear. The studio sings. The sound on this movie is a little bit lower than I'm used to.
1: Yes, that's really true. I had it at 100%, and I could hardly hear. Yeah,
0: I got neighbors. I live in a mortuary. I don't want to wake up the zombies and zombie uh, yeah. poodles. That could be potentially dangerous. You know, maybe Philosilis was talking to her dog. That bitch.
1: Fat of uh, that bitch?
0: Oh, she said fat bitch.
1: She yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. this guy's catchphrase is fat bitch. No, I thought it was that like, bitch. You said like, oh, he should move on with this life. But this guy, he does his jokes aren't real. He, he's like a pun guy. He does like
0: uh, he's a misogynistic pun guy. Divides <laughs> like that fat bitch and jokes about that rhymes words that rhyme. He studied massage.
1: Yeah, he's a misogynist now. And um, anyway, anyway, I'm not a fan of that catchphrase. I think it's mean spirited.
0: But yeah, I'm- and you know what? You you have an audience, and half the audience is you know. I mean, half the audience is women. Is always a general rule. Uh-huh. But it's not true. It's usually the majority of women, and also like, it's just you can throw people out with that. It's not. It's not. I mean, whatever. Some some comedians, you know, they they stick with what they uh, they die on the hill. They climb up, whatever the phrase is.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm sorry, guy. There's a cannibal in the mortuary. So I'm
1: right. Distracted. So he, she had the vision that there were cannibals down. They're not cannibals. They're like undead, and they're eating corpses. I don't know. So then. She comes down to like warn the other people, Jersey, and and uh, but she couldn't find them. Okay, so here she is now witnessing, and they're gonna go after her, of course,
0: right? Of course. I mean, talk about fresh meat, <laughs> they're eating corpses, oh, right? Babies, what? Oh, no, those are dolls. Still, this is pretty, they're sick.
1: kids, they're kids. Yeah, it's a doll. Uh, they're asian kids
0: they're, it's just uh you know it, it could be gross but you don't have to have shit in the bed when you make a movie i don't know there was always like john carpenter assault on uh precinct 13 and yeah uh, halloween three he would kill kids you know and there was a huge impact when that kid gets shot uh at the ice cream truck do you remember that movie in the 70s no. So these criminals take an ice cream truck and and uh, to take over a police district uh, precinct, and a kid goes up and he shoots the kid.
1: Oh my God! Why would they put that in a movie? I mean, because they
0: they used to, and I guess they you know. Well, why would you have like out of all the corpses, you got to make kids? I mean, it's I guess it's creepier that way.
1: I guess. Now this is deep, Roy.
0: No, really?
1: No, it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> From going bananas, he wore a monkey suit. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jersey to the rescue. It's always but a gun. No.
1: no, of course he's got a gun. He's Jersey.
0: Yeah, Jersey kid.
1: I'm the Jersey kid. Shit, bullets don't work. Run.
0: <laughs> I had a nickel every time I heard that. hi Good. live bodies un undead open the door ah <laughs> uh, hi uh, rat tail not norman fell look at that that's not even a rat tail that's like when your hair gets you kind of
1: there, you know, he, is, there he is mr roper
0: do, 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 do. oh no i'm not i'm i think i'm singing soap the theme song but the oh, ropers are similar that- That's what it is.
1: I thought you were too young for soap because I was really little when soap was out.
0: Soap went in syndication, so they would have the episodes every night. So you would watch five five episodes in a row in a week. You didn't have to wait every day. We
1: had no idea. We were binge watching. We were streaming.
0: Well, what would happen is that you would miss an episode and then you would have to wait for the whole season to wrap. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Yeah, go around. <clears throat> As soap's available on streaming services. I see. I, I think I actually tried to watch one. But the introduction was like six minutes long.
1: Okay, we missed it. I don't know how we missed it. We were probably talking, but one of the women that they brought in uh, who had killed herself, her name is Dana in the show. Um, she wasn't dead. Like, whatever pills she took, pills or whatever, They thought she was dead, and she woke up. They were like, oh, no, it's undead. No, I saw that. But did they kill her? No, because she's like, hi, I'm not undead. How are you? (laughs) Pleased to meet you. How's your mom? What's your name? What do you mean what's my name? Don't you want to eat my brains? Oh, no, thank you. I just had a bad accident. I, I don't really have much of an appetite right now. What? Okay. Are you undead? Oh, yeah, I was dead a minute ago. You guys woke me up. I guess I'm undead. I'm undead now. <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, you see the the cop who's bandaging her up, right? They they shot a move the the end of the movie was supposed to be these two get married. And it was the first shot they made on November 13th. For some reason, it didn't end up in the movie. They did a little wedding thing in which they were married.
0: Oh, that's romantic.
1: I guess, yes.
0: Do you think the movie betters without uh, a wedding at the end? I I would
1: have to see it. Right. (laughs) As it is right now, it has a horrible ending. It's like, okay, thanks. Thanks for coming. Okay, we're out of the building now. <laughs> that was close.
0: Oh, yeah. We'll
1: see you next movie. It's really late. See the
0: the oh. uh from from Dust to Dawn, they make it out and they they leave.
1: Phyllis oh. has her key.
0: Oh, so she's going down to the
1: morgue? Yep, she doesn't know what's going on down there. She doesn't see the monitor from yeah. her Peyton vale Place Guy goes, it's no good. It's no good. The phones are dead. So Mr. Roper goes, did you dial nine? Oh, he goes, no. So he dials nine. He goes, that's right. You should have heard his voice when he said it, though. He's like, "That it's the central switchboard. You got to dial nine. Man,
0: Norman Fell is really stretching this one. He probably wanted to, to stray away from his iconic look.
1: I guess yes. He and said, "This will be fun. I'll do it." I mean, it st- is
0: an iconic look. I mean, he's been in movies in the '60s, of course, The Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, I think he was in Bullet, or but in movies yeah, like that. Yeah, he was
1: in Bullet.
0: Yeah, he was in Bullet, so he's like a you know admin kind of short cropped hair, tight suit.
1: <clears throat> he was Norman in twenty two. It's a mad, yeah. mad world. <laughs>
0: Right. Him and uh, Buddy Hackett. No, no. Him and Andy Rooney. Mickey Rooney. <laughs> I, have to, I have to see that movie again. No, Nuremberg shows up later.
1: Being different. Now, with a budget of 850000 right? The only right. Two big... There are three big ticket names. Peyton Place guy isn't really one, but you know he thinks he's one. And then you have Roper and Diller. So they got to I don't know how much of that money. Like, did they get a hundred thousand each? You know, like, why not? I'll do it. You're gonna give me a hundred grand.
0: Well, that's a good fell
1: money. Yeah, like you know, you get a pool, have the hot tub part. You know, hundred you- grand. Yeah, thirty grand and. You know, oh. look, let's run down to Cancun. Just think, you know, two weeks, you and me, what do you say? Five thousand, eight thousand dollars gone.
0: He so looks like Jeremy Piven, it's really hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The ghouls eating children is not the the upsetting part for me.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh entourage dude not getting credited.
0: Yeah, that's alright, dude.
1: Piv, it's the piv. Uh looking for these? <laughs> uh. Well, not looking for, but surprise, I just stole
0: these. (laughs) Now that door leads, I mean, they have another door.
1: The zombies are out. uh, The zombies could be behind that door. It's basically a records room of the morgue.
0: Well, well, I should have have gone with curtain number two. (laughs) It's a collection of data. Paper <laughs> forms. Show them what they won. So, ghoulies are going to show up, right? Are well,
1: throughout this whole film, oh, it hurts him. His leg hurts him.
0: Oh, no. He, did he get some? He's going to turn into a zombie,
1: right? He lays the heavy axe on his thigh. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Yeah, I'm wrong about that.
0: Oh, no. That's the proper way of putting down an axe. It's just,
1: you know, <laughs> the a is- box this is the room where people's possessions when they died are in bags and she's finding like pipe bombs <laughs> to serve the script. Oh, you mean someone, they
0: found a dead body and they're like, Oh, throw that in storage.
1: Yeah. He's got his pipe bombs, put it in the bag. Look. uh um,
0: Did they ever figure out how he died?
1: Jeremy Piven's got a semi-automatic weapon now.
0: Because oh, This is a, best. I wish I had a record room like that. I would be the best law firm ever.
1: There's, there you go, Phyllis. Phyllis, why aren't you wearing your wig? Oh, Phyllis,
0: will you close the door? You're going to let the zombies in.
1: Now they hear Phyllis.
0: Oh. Miss Poppin'
1: Platz. Poopin' right. poop, Yeah, Poopin' platz. Oh, Poopin' Pants. Poopin' platz. Is Plats pants in German? I don't Think so. Platz oh. is like place or uh, plaza so like, kind of thing. So it's poop place. Yeah. Pooping place. Yeah, poop in place. <laughs> but I don't think they mean like as if you're standing in place. They mean a physical location like town, time, town square. Right. Deutschen Germans Platz. Oh, you mean like an outhouse. No, I do not. Well, yeah, If it's a poopingplatz. It's a poopenplatz. I've been there in poopingplatz. Yeah, yeah. I forget it's out back in German, but yeah. <laughs> Come in here. hier here. I can't do German anymore. That was college. Okay, so she's hearing that crying girl with her doll, just like. Yeah. Uh, just Uh
0: like Ashley did in the beginning
1: is a a demon going to look in the camera but look how human he is look how he's not undead he's just covered with yuck isn't that interesting
0: you don't want to torment your child actor ah wall monster
1: ceiling monster they don't mind oh he's got a tail
0: she, the, the monster's not even going for Phyllis Diller.
1: Wow. Right, he's interested and fascinated by the dog. Now, Phyllis Diller has loved that dog since the movie began, but now she's like, fuck that is my distraction, and she's backing away.
0: Oh, you! I would hate it if she wanted to save the dog. I mean, maybe she should.
1: <laughs> Look at Phyllis, fuck this. I am so scared. And oh, no, that she's really scared. He's an actress. Whoa! No, that's, now, that's a stunt. Person. Right and okay. I didn't even need to tell you.
0: Oh, I'm glad. I'm sort of relieved. <laughs> I want to see an obvious stunt. getting yeah. I would hate to bath. see like actual.
1: <laughs> Sixty-six.
0: Yeah. Well, she, she uh, lived longer than this movie's release, right? This
1: yeah, she did. Um, let's see. Do I have when she died? <clears throat> oh, by the way, she was in The Fat Spy, which we saw on our show.
0: Yes, I know, which she was great in. Well, because, you know, it's funny. Fat Spy and then the Bob Hope, she has a very, not like Mae West, but a very anti-comedian acting style, uh-huh. you know, which is like, the energy of the room kind of, she doesn't suck it out, but she she's a, her own force.
1: Right. She definitely was, she's Yeah.
0: Connected. And I love it. And I do love it. You know, I, But
1: I if you, she's going to be on stage, it's not as part of an ensemble. She's.
0: Yeah, but you kind of see the comedic moment and then you just kind of undercut it or you just do your own thing. You, you know, it's not like she doesn't work with everyone. Everyone still talks. Mm-hmm. But here she's playing it straight. As much as he can,
1: yeah. Okay, so uh, what's her name? Not Ashley. It's uh, Dana. Dana runs with the with uh, Jeremy Piven because he's got a gun, but that will lead to their. It's a romance that never comes to fruition because we don't see it on screen. This Dana, she was in this film. She was also in slavery and the making of america a 2005 movie i don't have much info on it so that's pretty recent or
0: 2000 gross
1: now look she gets slimed he like feeds her part of his flesh
0: no it's really gross yeah, Really rude. What a terrible demon.
1: Yeah. Now, nobody likes Phyllis Diller, but nobody deserves a slimy face full of <laughs> you know. She's a human. Let's get her out of here so she can yell another day. I mean, this is horror. She She's being so silly right now. She's acting, and she's going, wah, wah. She's really acting, man. <laughs> I should have asked her to turn the sound on. Okay, you see that yucky, yucky thing on the ground? Uh, yeah. It is a dead demon, and later the dog will <laughs> lick it up. Okay, now they're learning. He shot her in the, shot him or her up in the chest, and that kills the undead thing. So they learn, and our psychic thinks that makes sense because their life force comes from the heart.
0: Oh my God! Is that how is love gonna save the day?
1: Nope, <laughs> not at
0: all. What about the psychic?
1: What about her? She gonna save the day? She, uh, she will not save the day. No. Huh? But she you know, will. save.
0: <laughs> I do like the idea of a psychic because if you start the movie off with a psychic, then you, as an audience, will accept you know demons and monsters. Yeah. And- because it the world already has, yeah.
1: So now we have a scene that's like not funny; it's disgusting, but it's I think it's meant to be funny. She's just sort of puking out the goo; it looks like butterscotch. She's just trying to out the slime. Listen, according to this box,
0: this video box, this is a comedy. Yeah. Is oh no! What the box dropped? It's a horror movie.
1: Box drop.
0: Uh, this is what the Nickelodeon Studios must have looked like in the nineties.
1: Yeah, with the slime.
0: Yeah, everywhere. What a babe.
1: Look at she's got a gun. She's gonna a supersonic yeah. gun. No, but she won't use it. What we're having now is us learning that like he's a protector and she wants to be with him and she doesn't want to use the gun. She wants him to use the gun.
0: Yeah. Lamer. Carl, let me close the studio window. It's freezing in here.
1: All right. They hear each other through the uh, pipes, the air ducts, which kind of doesn't make sense because on an elevator, you don't have that. You have a shaft, and it is not part of the air duct system at all. You want it isolated. It's not clean. Um, The ducts are supposed to be about circulating uh HVAC circulating uh uh, air conditioning and heating so um so it doesn't make sense in the real world but zombies don't either so okay we'll forgive it so this director he had a heart attack in 2002 and it affected him and he made a uh, he made an illustrated book it's for all ages, but it's, it's got like a cartoon kid in it. And the, the, the proceeds go straight to the American heart association. Um, It's called good things to share. And um, it's a book he wrote. It's inspirational. It's a picture book. Uh, I don't know anything else about it, so I don't recommend it or not, but. uh, What's it called? It's called Good Things to Share because he had a heart, open heart surgery. Um, uh-huh. It like profoundly affected him. And he did this like charitable thing. He made the book, the money goes to the American. Well, actually it says a portion. Of, uh-huh, a portion? You know, yeah, so I don't uh-huh. know. But it feels like it's a nice thing.
0: Oh, I'm sure it's, it's for good reasons, tax reasons. I, I just walked into your conversation. And I was just freezing, and also this movie is scary. I don't know how much I can watch.
1: Yeah, I know. I think our safe word was up last time.
0: Uh huh. That's right. I think our safe word is uh, our Star Trek connection. Yeah, yeah.
1: Star Trek connection. He's our Dave. Uh, Jeremy Piven is our Star Trek connection because he did some sculptures for Star Trek: Four, The Voyage Home, the the whales, the San Francisco one.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, he uh, actually uh built the invisible spaceship that landed that stayed in, in Golden Gate. They spent six months. Yeah, it was
1: on probably it. as easy as the I want you to sculpt me every uh, except for the invisible one. I did I stutter? I want you to sculpt me every everyone. Uh, yes, sir, coming right yes, up. Sir.
0: Yeah. How's it going? Uh it's going great, sir. I finished the first project. And which project is that? Uh the invisible starship. Let me see your work
1: uh it's so in the parking see, lot it's it's it they see the stand like yeah. in the conference room for his presentation they're all lined up on their stands and there's one like <laughs> <blank> empty stand
0: <laughs> well you know the zoom he's like okay let me uh get the powerpoint going <laughs> and that's been my uh any <laughs> gun yeah you just <laughs> had like nothing for three panels
1: Now we have the long, drawn-out backstory about trying to kill herself, and it seems to not be related to zombies, so why is it in this movie? And we don't see a romance start between them. We see Jeremy Piven begin to have empathy.
0: Maybe that's all you need is a human moment.
1: I guess, yes. I don't know why. Everything I say, you got to defend this guy. Yeah. (laughs) give it a break.
0: This is the classic Key Largo moment where all the survivors are trapped on location and they're oh, different, different movies. people. This okay. is well done. Look. You, not,
1: mean, not, it's been done before. Yeah. This is well done. You didn't, you watch the movie.
0: I'm not going to watch this movie. I'm not listening to this movie. I'm not going <laughs> to sit down and watch this in earnest. I'm just going to have creepy. fun. And
1: obviously it's, I mean, it's good. Oh, look, turn it uh, on. No, turn it on. Listen, oh, to see if you can stand it, turn okay. it
0: it's on, Carl. Don't be okay. snippy. Okay. No one's talking right now. Stop. said sucks, on you. sucks no, for one's, me. no one's still joking. Okay, there you go. Okay. I guess it's over.
1: The movie just made a jerk out of me.
0: I, I honestly, like, uh, I've I have seen better. I've heard better sound quality on porno cassettes.
1: <laughs> Cassettes, he says Not
0: files Ew,
1: stop it, Phyllis Diller Ugh.
0: Oh baby. She looks like the Gerber baby
1: <laughs> When it's Ralphing
0: Maybe that's why she didn't want to wear her wig Not gonna get fake vomit on it
1: <laughs> No, the director Specifically requested no wig
0: Well, that's good this has gone a long way since the Scooby Doo <laughs> mystery movies.
1: Mike, you say it's good, okay, but imagine you're a director, you got an eight hundred and fifty thousand budget. It's uh probably your first. Yeah, I think it's your first feature. Yeah, it's ninety-one. This is your first, your big shot to make it's a movie. It's great,
0: it's great trivia, it's great publicity, it's a great way to angle this movie. This is the movie where Phyllis Willer Willer uh Phyllis Diller, Diller didn't wear a wig. I don't know who Phyllis Willer is, but
1: Diller. Killer. But the I was, thing is is this movie on America's radar? Did it work? That talking point. Is, you see, know, this is.
0: I mean, this is a cult film. I mean, I'm sure there's lovers of it. I mean, this is this did reach the B movie art uh, archive too.
1: <laughs> okay, this guy. It's a good movie. This is a good film. No, there's I can't. I can't good say that. I
0: haven't sat through this movie. Obviously, I don't think it's good.
1: Follow my voice. Follow my voice. You see the they're um they're, they're to... getting to know each other got interrupted by undead
0: they're 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 asking the undead to come follow their voice
1: <laughs> no they're asking jeremy piven and oh. uh, and uh dana don't give okay. up follow my voice
0: come oh, and get wait us wait. fuck that i'm not going in there
1: look at hey, how they the hey. shot this oh it's great no, it's terrible, Carl. You're absolutely right. Michael! <laughs> okay, we got hit. Oh, there's the piv. There's the piv and his submachine gun. Oh, oh no! Who what let the puppeteer? By the director to surprise us with a freaking puppet. Frank Oz is in the chat. The director, in his wisdom, knows that the undead will totally run away from when you spray a fire, fire extinguisher. Yeah it was just to push back the the, the work see how good it was the director needed to push back and he got it
0: it must stink in that room when you shoot off a fire extinguisher
1: yeah
0: these actors <laughs> is this one of those movies where like halfway through you're like why is norman fell still alive
1: yeah well no he will check out very early so will we'll phyllis diller why are they in the film? How does it lend to? Wouldn't you make Mr. Roper the cop?
0: No, I think what he's doing is great. I would, again, like I would pay money and this is good publicity. It's where Norman fell. I don't know what he's doing, but you know, let him cut loose. <laughs> let him cut loose. <laughs> he's playing a mortician. Uh, Mr. Okay. F-
1: the producers of the film first sought rocker Alice Cooper as an actor for key roles. That would have been cool.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, maybe a little too on the nose. They I couldn't get up, so they got... It is
1: on the nose, but consider the what we're watching. It would have...
0: Yeah, it would have been at least a nice, uh, nice, nice relief to see him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what did we see him in we saw him in uh we're not we're the wayne's world maybe two
0: yeah you know it's interesting he had a famous uh manager this guy uh yep i think his name is so uh Uh mike myers got introduced to him i guess through through wayne's world and one of the things this producer does is that he you know he'll let his friends sleep in his place in hawaii his house And uh, so Mike Myers stayed there and he made a documentary about him.
1: Oh, interesting. I guess.
0: (laughs) It's weird, you know.
1: Okay, now this actor, his name is uh, Willie Stratford. And I don't know, he was known for Black Rainbow 89, The Runaway 2000, and The White Girl 1990. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember those films. So he, he did a, like boo he doesn't know what's going on there's the mortician who killed himself he just now killed himself
0: why is he gross
1: the internet says he opened his eyes when the bag unzipped but i have seen this movie like four or five times that's how i know it sucks mike and uh i did not see that happen here's phyllis diller
0: no, wait a minute. She Stop. had the
1: slime in her mouth, it got in her stomach, and now she is unidentified.
0: She's a puppet?
1: Yep. Ow! Oh. What an effective ketchup stain.
0: Was he the first guy to die in this movie?
1: Uh, yeah. Did it I think yes.
0: All right. Black guy dies first in this movie.
1: All right, you you got me. That is a trope. She's growing bigger. Yeah, wait till it's you see her ego. It's her ego.
0: <laughs> Unmanageable. This is the worst Scooby Doo mystery. She was, remember Scooby Doo had these movie mysteries where they would get uh, contemporary celebrities like Don Knox to to play themselves.
1: I don't remember. Yeah, in the it, wait, was it still a cartoon? Yeah, it was still a cartoon. Yeah, it was like I remember that. It was a different
0: series so they would have phyllis diller and i actually think that was good because it was a way for me to kind of see phyllis diller and learn about who she was at least Right. You know. like when they the,
1: had uh Smokey and the bandit guy the not cool one the truck truck driver jerry reed yeah no. yeah. yeah he does jerry a reed. song he's a country singer right right
0: he's found and down
1: yeah well that's what they said they were like Country singer and movie star Jerry Reed. How y'all been? I remember. That. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she got zapped and in the chest too. That's where.
0: That's gonna help. N- that's well, where the puppeteer well, is.
1: That's where the heart is, I guess. And so they and so Dana zapped her. And Phyllis Diller wow. is dead and out of our movie for the rest of it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Phyllis Diller.
1: I wouldn't have done that, man. I would have had her all the way to the end. And
0: that's our headliner. If you'd like to see more of Phyllis Diller, she'll be uh, at the merch table over by the uh, <laughs> cut
1: room. Doing selfies and selling a t-shirt. $30, quite a bargain.
0: A bargain. Available for cameos. There's Hello. Phyllis Diller here. She'll <laughs> so uh, selling fang t-shirts. Fang t-shirts. Uh-huh, is Fang here? Uh uh-uh,
1: uh, honey. Uh uh-huh, uh. Uh-huh. Now, the disgusting uh-huh. dog licks up this disgusting, like, undead goo. Ah.
0: So, they've been zombie poodles before. I mean, there was
1: that Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. It was like, okay, good. Okay. You, Michael, who think this movie's so great. You got to hear the dialogue in the script. <laughs> I wish
0: I could done. hear the dialogue. If I could hear the dialogue, that means my hearing is back.
1: Now she's going to reveal why she didn't want to come forward and help. She's very apologetic. Let's listen. Trying. No, I'm the one who should apologize. There you go. I should be the one apologize. Good. Let me hear what they're saying, Mike. I have it at maximum volume. Okay, you just relay it to the audience then.
0: People have I turned away? Yeah. Pause. <laughs> pause. No audio. <laughs> it's it doesn't makes any sense anymore.
1: Just nothing makes sense.
0: It's either one something for me. From. People want something from her. But if someone wanted to burn something
1: something no or people wanted to burn me at the nearest stake like you you I can't be it by this dialogue if you're carl listen i'm transcribing
0: uh, sigh dramatic sigh big, uh big, all right sega 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 i've once something in my own film
1: no wrong again
0: Oh my god, Jeremy. Correct. Not, wait, wrong! Jersey! It's Jersey. Oh, Jersey, right. Oh my god, he, he can't take his 7 up no, his V8.
1: But then all of a sudden, Jersey will be fine, inexplicably.
0: Yeah, no, I think fucking bleeding out your mouth means you're you're in bad shape. Well,
1: tell that to this director, because he changed his mind. Forklift!
0: Forklift. And like that, that
1: is not a compelling speech, right?
0: Right. We weren't connected with it. So this forklift is
1: more compelling. Right. That's what we should be focusing on. And if it was my movie, Phyllis Diller would be riding the forklift. Woohoo! Come
0: on. You know, you made an excellent point, Carl. If this was my movie, I think Phyllis Diller would survive the night.
1: Oh, absolutely. And Norman uh fell would be like. The detective who gets all the cool lines, you know, and you runs get, around with his gun. Why do you hate Jersey so much? Uh, it's just he's a dud. Okay, you were on Peyton Place and you when you were young and handsome with black hair. Okay, what else did you do? You were Roger Corman's boy. You were in police academy, airport, and for the love of Benji. <laughs> right? So you're
0: saying that the problem with Jersey is there's nothing to do. It's nothing that,
1: to do with Jersey. You look, yes, there's nothing to do in Jersey. You look at his face and you don't say, hey, that guy, I know that guy. They forklifted his face. Ugh.
0: They're not going to kill this guy.
1: Yeah, they're going to kill him because they got his chest. Lift the- him. Lift him. When I called the lift, I didn't mean... <laughs> yeah. Are you my Uber? Because I called the lift. <laughs> <laughs> Can you the lift buddy? <laughs> That wasn't a funny pun. That fat bitch.
0: And that's been my pun. That bitch. Good night. Whatever. He's he shouldn't like.
1: Oh, you're back on Poston with his his. Uh,
0: whatever the guys name. do. Do you want to plug him? I haven't seen him. You're just talking. His name
1: is Steve Poston. He was on our Celebrity Comedian Countdown. He's. Uh, He's a very funny person. I am not a fan of his catchphrase. Right. right. Steve,
0: take it from, take it when you're a friend of the pod, take it from us. Drop that.
1: You're better than that. The audience is better than that. I tell you, Mike, he won't do it because every time he says that, he does get a big laugh. Now he's making a mistake. He doesn't understand. People are being polite. He just doesn't get it. And I'm not telling him. Okay. This is the poodle. The poodle has grown.
0: I know it's like <laughs> on two legs.
1: Right, and it's not in the same room as the guys. You know what I mean? Like, I don't believe that they were really looking at that. Uh, that poodle. <clears throat> they said, "Roll them." Now, where are we? Nope.
0: staircase. <laughs>
1: staircase. You want to reprocess that thought, Mike? Oh, a ladder. (laughs) (laughs) You go first. Why? Because you're a woman and, you know, you're not going to want to look at my butt.
0: Yeah, right. I'm not wearing a dress. Now is not the time. Oh, no, your stupid rabbit's foot.
1: Right. The guy who doesn't believe in zombies believes in his luck of his rabbit's foot.
0: does he believe in psychics did he tell her before he met
1: i think at this point he can't not believe oh well what oh i thought it was an eclipse now look she can't get up right because of her weight so that's the first time that plays into this movie except for two insults that phyllis diller does
0: right the the fact But well, this is also like a side adventure, right? Didn't uh, Shelly Winters get?
1: Winters had to swim. Yeah, she gained weight for the film. We covered this, I think. Yeah, last that's right. Because it required her to be a fat woman and she needed to work and she never lost the weight.
0: Yeah. I mean, that could just be a story, too. Also, this is some kind of workplace. You got to consider the fact. Oh,
1: that- you mean that might be her, like, like, I'm embarrassed, so I'm making up a like a story about it. That's good publicity. Uh-huh.
0: Well, I don't know. Who knows?
1: Well, I mean, you need publicity I, before a film comes out, not... I, I,
0: I do believe that she probably did gain the weight for the movie. I do believe the story. But, uh-huh. I mean, life is life, so who knows?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Other than that. Uh-oh. Whoa! Giving her you, the
1: slip. You dummy poodle, you'll get smushed! You dummy poodle. Stupid
0: mutt. You dumb dumb poodle. (laughs) Listen. All right, there you go.
1: Ashley.
0: She's what she's putting a leash on the dog. Yeah. What is she, wily coyote? Good trick. (laughs) Oh no, flaming zombie poodle.
1: Natural gas down there.
0: This is where the comedy comes in. Yeah. Flaming
1: zombie
0: like poodle. Yeah. Oh no!
1: Wah wah wah! Scooby Doo! Radar oh, mysteries. We'll be back. Wah wah wah! Scooby Doo! Radar mysteries. <laughs> um, uh, Come on, Phyllis đến- Diller, you're taking too long. bone Don't boss me around, dog, or you'll find yourself on a leash phyllis diller you better not mess with phyllis diller (laughs) (laughs) or i'll make lamb chops out of you scooby
0: excuse me is this the way to the renaissance fair thomas (laughs) jane (laughs) yes yeah hi i am thomas jane star of the punisher thanks for asking
1: Okay, so Ashley fell on her ass. Now, the dog blew up from the natural gas.
2: But That's she the good fell news.
1: All the way down, done, gone, boom. That's the bad news. That is the bad news. But she's like, go help Jersey, because I'm secretly like, you know, I don't Jersey's know. Jersey's alive? Oh, yeah. He's trapped down there. He's, he's alive? No. He. It's not explained. There's a full recovery, and we don't see it on screen, and it's unexplained. Now, she thinks she's safe, and she's just got to wait. But here comes zombie poodle. I thought you were dead. Oh, Oh. this
0: is a surprise. Like in the Terminator, when the Terminator pops out, the zombie poodle shows up.
1: Now, she just smooshed her way, through the roof back down into the catechism just to get away.
0: Now, if Jersey could fall down the staircase in the beginning of the movie, Psychic like could go to the floor.
1: She went all the way down that big, tall ladder, and she was like, oh, that really smarts. And then she forced her way. She just found the pipe bombs in the evidence room. That's not the right word. The uh, When everyone dies, their possessions are stored there that were on them, including pipe bombs.
0: Oh, they're almost getting out, Carl. This is the end of the near. That's it. Once you walk through the door, the credits
1: roll. That's right. (laughs) It's really true. You're right, Mike.
0: It's like when you play a video game and somehow you get to the end, but you didn't, like, solve half of it. So there's, like, a big ad. Right. You
1: just can't proceed until you do something else. Okay, she's putting the pipe down. To get it, it, it. to blow the door, so she can get out of there. She'll light it, but who should show up? Poodle, poodle, just to see you know the things fuse and blow up.
0: That's so frustrating. I mean, you poodle. find a pipe bomb in the in the deceased inventory, and then suddenly a poodle.
1: What's stops that mean? You. Ah, poodle. It's the inventory, and it's so frustrating. When it's a Why is the
0: so weird i mean I, it's, it's it's not a creepy anymore
1: film. it's a great film it's a comedy too it just is a comedy like i intended We <laughs> <laughs> are all laughing just like i intended
0: it was a comedy all along <laughs> oh no fetch oh <laughs> Bam! So they escaped the living dead mortuary because a poodle's mistaken the explosive for a bone? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a comedy. Now that you put it that way. <laughs>
1: <That's>, <laughs> yeah. They're back outside.
0: Oh, that means only one thing. It's the blog National Nightmare is almost over. No, not yet. Oh, they, did they really walk through the
1: explosives? Like no, the, the what? smoke? Did they resolve exactly, right? Nothing. There was a sort of curse on a family and they made undead. And I guess they killed all of the undead. So that's it. They're done, I guess. No, no I can't. Running. No more running.
0: No, no more psychic king. You don't have to psychic anymore.
1: I think this oh, was they- the gospel drop. Now look, they showed up. They were outside already. No, they must have come. Yeah, they were outside already, and we were with our hero for her final trial and tribulation. Her now final escape from the depths of hell. There's hugs all around, and we were supposed to see a wedding.
0: And there's no connection to the hugs. You're right. That corpse body. It's so weird. Well, I'm, I kind of like that. Her early premonition. <laughs> hey. Lucky rabbit's foot, am I right? Oh, come on. Put that away. Like, oh, I guess it was lucky I had my keys today. Otherwise, we wouldn't have that luck. And I wouldn't be able to drive here because I wouldn't
1: have my keys.
0: And uh, so most shows, like, end with them laughing.
1: Yeah, but this ends with relief. They're hugging relief.
0: Yeah,
1: wow. what a piece of crap. Carl, what'd you think of this piece of crap? I think that you just contradicted anything I said, and you had no idea if it was good or bad. You should trust trust the man who watched it three times.
0: That's all you have to say. This was a piece of shit. Oh, and uh, (laughs) the flu flums were played by Benny. Mm -hmm. Dog was forced to go through the motions. So let's watch some puppetry uh, credits. Anything exciting?
1: Uh. Uh, good question. <laughs> All right.
0: Well, there's a ses- second second assistant director. <laughs> O'Brien, oh, Brian, where's my coffee? <laughs> Listen, I'm tired it of shooting takes-
1: exteriors. Oh, Brian, take over. Yes, sir. It says location casting. So they got their big guns.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they had the location. There we go. Backwoods film effects. Yeah, That's
1: backwoods. Shit. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Of course, James helped with the, you know, the director helped with the makeup. Yeah, the, the director
0: makeup. helped with the makeup. Of yeah, course. maybe.
1: He's, yeah. he's great at that.
0: Yeah, it the was, makeup was storyline acting and the movie wasn't necessarily. <laughs> Hilarious wardrobe, wardrobe assistant of Claire Alexander.
1: Oh, the uh, boom operator. He did those pipe bombs.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, because there was boom. He was the boom operator. He operated.
1: Boom, boom operator. operator. Coast, boom. coast L.A. to Chicago. Boom operator. No need to ask. Do we have sound on this film? No need to ask. I got the boom operator. Oh, really? Can you bring him in, please? Boom
0: oh, <laughs> operator. I who, who, who? operator? Oh, uh, I want to see the puppet talent. Music. Mm-hmm. I think we're done. We're wrapping up. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been the Boneyard. Yeah. Some
1: interesting characters, but oh, uh, some interesting casting. There's a song called Braveheart Playing. Why don't you listen? It's horrible. You should listen. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Listen.
0: I need someone who
1: knows. Statesville Chamber of Commerce. The old Davis. Office. Yeah, the old.
0: Well, I mean, that could be the name of it.
1: Uh, that's probably where they did all the... were in the morgue shots. I mean, it must be, of course.
0: Right. Oh, my God. This movie is a boondoggle. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, I mean, if you like grotesque phone. comedy... If you're into horror and,
1: you know, you you'll probably like this. Thanks, George Martin of Beatles fame.
0: Well, right, yeah, the fifth Beatles to blame on this movie.
1: Why wasn't he doing the sound mixing? That seems like a much better fit.
0: All right. Uh, and uh, I think we're almost there. We Get the, down, your <laughs> brave
1: hearts going. Boom operator. I think that should be on the song during the wedding, but what do I know? They They shot
0: it. You know what they should do is that after the end credits, they should have a scene of the wedding, like them getting, you know, breaking glass and walking down the aisle or something. It's wedding. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that has been 1991's The Boneyard. Let's give it up for Carl for
1: watching that movie three times uh, before watching it again. Yeah, this was four. I kind of didn't count it this time because, I don't know, it was muted and you were disputing me the whole... Oh, I was saying how it.
0: great and, you know, give the guy a break, Carl. It's not like you <laughs> just watched this movie three times.
1: So we're seeing exposition now about why she doesn't want to help as a psychic anymore. And it's really drag-assy and long. Oh, I don't know. Uh, I guess she's just letting the actors do what they do, right? It's Isn't it developing yeah, it's said, it's said it, Yes, yeah, it's care a
0: movie you haven't seen yes michael <laughs> all right well uh i hate this movie ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have a new movie it'll be now uh, next week because we hear every week we want you to uh enjoy the if you enjoyed the experience of so streaming this live and, and watching a movie live come back next uh sunday at 2 p.m if you uh take your time like i do listen to the podcast i'm the only listener go ahead and download go subscribe to our podcast at l-w-a-f-l-m-o-y-t check out subscribe to our youtube channel and just uh be supportive uh love each other and uh
1: keep it cool i guess uh carl anything do love each other keep it cool and something's wrong with CarlSucks.com. go to carl.sucks carl.sucks
0: much better no one's fucking with that domain bingo yeah all right sounds great well uh we will talk to you soon
1: wrote this song, my turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter, it's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that, don't follow me now, follow me later. I mean, for right now, ah, let's watch a full-length movie. Go. Yes. Say
0: The beautiful Richie Haven.